Hi, I'm Pawi, and you're listening to Rappler Podcasts. This is Hustle Inside the Industry, where we talk to professionals and find out how they got here, why they're doing what they do, and what it takes to do it. As always, this is Pawi. And this is Tristan. We are part of Rapper's Hustle team. Throughout our show, we've delved a lot into the film industry, probably more than any other industry from production to distribution. But now we're going on a little pivot, very much in the same way that this beloved theater has, and talk about the theatrical dining experience with Cinema 76. Tristan, what is the last film you've seen at Cinema 76? Alamo, like you, you asked me this before, and like I can't remember the last. Whether it's like um, it's, been so it's long. um John Denver trending. Pero I remember oh, the first film excellent. I, I caught. Because it was in 2015. I was um newly single, and then I got I got to watch. Nice. Mine, mine was completely different from yours, but mine was by bust. So so that was fun. Um, although it's been a long time since, like many establishments. Cinema 76 has found new ways uh, to stay with their audience uh, with their new cafe. Here to talk more about it, we have Cinema 76 Film Society and cafe manager, Tere Villonco. Welcome, Tere. Hey, Tere. Hi. Tell our audience where you are right now. I am in Cinema 1 in our Anonas branch nice. uh, for Cinema 76. Actually, yeah, we're right above the cafe. So since we're talking about the cafe, Naren, um, Tere, I know you're a producer. So can you give us an elevator pitch? Like, what is Cinema 76 Cafe? What makes it unique? It's a place for moviegoers and cinephiles to hang out um, in order to experience like nostalgia um, due to the cinemas closing down during yeah. the pandemic. How about the fare? Like, the, the food and the drinks? Like, is it, like, movie-themed? Like, uh, how do you... Um, for right now... Actually, yes, it is movie-themed. Um, our mango cake is actually inspired by the, uh, a scene in Goyo. Yes. Yes. Oh, I remember that, yeah. Yeah. Gwen Zamora. Yeah. So we have the mango cake, and then we do have a popcorn frap. So obviously... Cinema. What? What's a cinema without popcorn? Okay, definitely. Yeah. I wanna so, know as... when's the bagnet. Oh, the bagnet. The, I'm drunk. I love you, I'm drunk, bagnet. I love you. Bagnet. Oh my gosh, Tara. <laughs> bagnet, bagnet. We're giving you the best ideas. No, you got the obvious <laughs> ideas. Yeah. So right now we are focused on caffeinated drinks. So everything, uh, most of our beverages have coffee. Um, and then right now we're also just serving um, cakes and pastries for the meantime. So we're starting small, but we have big plans. Yeah, we have plans to go into like a savory menu eventually. Hopefully along the way, <laughs> um, we will have liquor and alcohol along Ooh, the way. Okay. Uh, okay, nice. Uh, we'll have plenty of time to talk about all those things and kind of your aspirations for it. But uh, since we're just starting off this interview, let's take it all the way back. Let's talk about you um, and your own background uh, in this medium. Uh, I've known you for a while. I, um, many of us know that you've grown up around the film business. And then you eventually became a producer yourself, um, even, even yes. in uh, New York as well. Give us like, that whole story of your trajectory and how that led to you ending up here with uh, Cinema 76 and the Cinema 76 Cafe. So basically, uh, when I came back home from college, um, my first job was actually with Cinemalaya. Uh, I was a monitoring officer. That was kind of like 
number one, it was my first job in Manila. And wow. it was also my first job in the industry. So that was how I was able to make my connections within the industry on my own. Um, I was assigned to certain directors to take care of certain di directors throughout that particular season in 2014. Um, and then that's how I met my producing partner slash director that I've been working with this whole time, all the way up until now. Next thing I knew, the following year, I was competing in Cinemalaya. Um, wow. I had my own entry. Mm. Yeah, from there, I moved on to being a um, film festival coordinator for um, Sinag Maynila, which is under Solar yes. Entertainment Corporation. Yes, so I, I worked for them for a while. And then I was also producing alongside that job. Um, and then until I ended up here in TVA, I was very happy to yeah. end up here. Um, uh, so I'm, I'm the manager of the cafe as well as Cinema 76, the, the cinema itself. But of course, we have no cinema right now. So Tara, you mentioned um, Cinema 76 and maybe our audience, they're not that familiar with Cinema 76. So can you like give us a brief background of like um, what Cinema 76 is and now and like um, how it basically um, occupy the space in like Philippine cinema? Because for me, uh, the concept of um, Cinema 76, like a micro cinema that was like oh groundbreaking. Gosh, yeah. yeah, so Cinema 76 started in 2016. Um, it started in San Juan. And the whole point behind it was to support local independent filmmakers and producers to have a place or a venue for them to showcase their work. Most people in the industry are aware that when you release a film in the cinema, the bath, sometimes it's first day in, next day out, right? Yeah. So, um, so basically, Cinema 76 is a way to give filmmakers a chance to showcase their work for longer than one day. I mean, yes, to give the art form respect and, you know, the yeah. Especially for the local titles, no? Yeah, especially, you know, for, for producers that, you know, don't really have a marketing, a big marketing budget. Mm, like, true. I mean, if you're a producer that's starting out, you're really doing something that you believe in. Yeah, like, at least there's a venue for that uh, that will give you that that respect to like show your work. Personally, like I I was born in Cavite. I went to school in Los mm -hmm. Baños. So like ako rin before when I had to like catch films, it was so hard kasi lalo na minsan, diba? Like one or two days nga like you mentioned. So minsan talaga mm -hmm. Cinema 76 was the only place where you could like catch it like two weeks two weeks after the screening, mm -hmm. diba? Like film festivals. Yes. Uh, we especially we want to showcase festival titles. Um, especially award-winning titles. Yeah. Because sometimes um, it doesn't really get the exposure it deserves. So that's what Cinema 76 is about, is, you know, to give it importance. Because Perfect. it is important. And, you yeah. know, uh, one thing that you essentially are saying is also, like, the communal aspect, right? It's, like, bringing, mm -hmm. bringing these films to a particular uh, community. Along with, like, the communal vibe, there's also, like, this cozy vibe. In fact, I remember Cinema 76 had, like, the pillows and stuff like that. I don't know if... Yes, we do have the beanbags here oh my right gosh. now. Well, I don't know if we can have that anymore in the future, but I don't know. I don't know uh, how that's going to work. Um, but anyway, now with this cafe, so how's this going? Uh, when did you launch the cafe? 
And uh, what are you learning about? Because from your background, you haven't uh, once spoke about like a food and beverage thing. So I feel like you're learning stuff. So share share with us. Uh, what does it take to run like a like a cinema inspired cafe, especially during these times? Um, it takes a lot. Um, well, because even us here in TBA and Cinema Seventy Six, I mean, we're known to produce films. So this is our first venture into food and beverage. So it's we're all learning as we go along. Um, but, you know, we're really happy to have launched this. We launched, uh, we opened on June 11. So right now we're going through a soft opening, still technically a soft opening. That's why we're trying to take it one step at a time, in- including our venue items. We're not kind of bombarding it just yet. What happened during the pandemic, the cafe actually started to absorb the employees of TBA. Yes, that's because very the, important. The cinema, the mm-hmm. cinema was dead, right? Mm-hmm. So our ticket seller is now one of our baristas. What? <laughs> so that's what happened. I yeah. Love that. So people that, yeah, like um, our girl that worked with the concessionaire, now she's also one of our baristas. So it it absorbs, um, basically, the jobs of the cinema into oh, the my gosh. cafe. That's so important. Yeah. yeah. So that was a way to survive, I guess you could say. In the meantime, um, the outcome, we did not expect that many people. Honestly, wow. we really did not anticipate like a full surge surge of people because, you know, like it's it's COVID. Like right. everybody is probably scared, but that's not that's not what happened um the first couple of weeks. And you're on fresco, right? Just really excited. Yes, oh. we are out Oh, there you go. No indoor. Yes. That's a big deal. Yeah. So you're part of the theatrical industry. So parang I know right now there are many struggles or there are many pivots. Pero can you like give us a temperature read of like how the theatrical industry is doing right now? Like um how do you see theaters pivoting? Because I know people are getting vaccinated, but it's like we don't know yet when we can resume doing the thing we love, like watching in theaters, like resuming the theatrical experience. If I'm gonna be completely honest, I am also unsure about it because everybody kept saying even earlier this year na impa, oh magbubukas na yan mm. magbubukas na yan in August mm-hmm. magbubukas na yan in six weeks and then there was a spike and at this point me and a few other producers were also just kind of like well I'll believe it when I see it na lang like we're already at that mindset but we're very optimistic that hopefully within the year or towards the end of the year sana um the cinemas will open again. Um, but theatrically speaking, parang it's a little murky mm-hmm. right now. But we're trying really hard to be optimistic because at the end of the day, we we know naman it's going to open eventually. Yeah, It's just, it's really a question of when, uh, when the government will say it's safe to do it already. So I could imagine a lot of... Uh, majority of your 2021 plan is very much focused on this cafe right i mean because yes. that's that's too much of a variable right the the whether mm-hmm. or not people will be able to watch so so yeah i mean uh, that's why that's why it's important that we're having this convo right now now more serious i wanted to go into this because yes. i've found throughout my years the relationship between cinema or just theater in general, right? Even uh, you're talking about like um, drama, live theater, performing, performing. 
Um, and dining, right? Uh, consumption of entertainment and food. They've seen to gone uh, hand in hand throughout the decades, really. For me personally, yeah, some yes. of my favorite theaters are like the Nighthawk in Brooklyn or like Alamo Draft House. For those of you who don't know, these are like um, these are kind of like special theaters that really took their dining experience to the next level. They serve like craft beer, which you can bring into the cinema. You can, you know, drink it while you're waiting in line for the movie to start. They have like gourmet food. They have dishes that uh, that are like themed after the films they're showing. It's, it's crazy the levels of uh, the multiple ways you can really um, exercise this relationship between the two. So in terms of you, Tere, and Cinema 76, um, what are ways you imagine to keep on like exploring that relationship of the dining and the and the film experience? How do you see the two like uh, continuing to work in hand-in-hand in the future? Especially maybe once people get to watch films again, right? You're not just going to ditch the cafe. It's going to be a part oh, no. of what Cinema 76 is, right? Since our main focus is nostalgia, uh, we're going to, hopefully we get the license also from other producers to showcase their props also in the cafe. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, we do have the, if, I don't know if you're, if you watch Detot the On, which is the most recent Mm. film of TBA. Yeah. It was released. Um, Pandemic romance, Um, right? (laughs) um, We actually have the bike that Janine Gutierrez used. Mm. It's downstairs. It's not under there. And we have the posters up. And then we have the posters up. And we also intend to put props also from Luna and yes. Goyo, Goyo into, into, into that space. And eventually... Birdshot. Yeah, we... So we plan to beef that up now when the cinema is open of course we we're, we have no intention of closing the cafe down you know because i mean that's also where we're probably going to sell our popcorn actually we do have popcorn downstairs we we hand that out sometimes on special days and random days we give mm. out the popcorn what? yeah as a, a complimentary complimentary popcorn um, on surprise days. What this reminds me of, like all these props, you know, back when we were kids, <laughs> back when we were kids, <laughs> um, do you remember like Planet Hollywood? Na parang, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, bata I, was ako, yeah. I was already a big um, movie buff, so like, I would like roam lang the um those restaurants cafes look at the props like um I remember seeing ane, the Terminator shades one of those things from Die Hard so wala lang. I'm I'm getting uh, I think I think Cinema Seven yeah, Cafe think... will be like like that in the future na oh birdshot yung ibon no, the, <laughs> the so, shot bird <laughs> I was actually thinking more of like Universal Studios right which is kind of like uh uh, what they did and like things like Disneyland, these immersive experience, what they did was they made like uh, an otherwise 2D experience of, you know, witnessing something on the screen into a 3D immersive experience of like, oh, now mm. I can touch the thing, right? I, I can I can be in that yeah. world. I, I just keep looping back to like how uh, kind of creative Cinema 76 has always been throughout its history, where they're kind of like in a very indie way. You've done things that we've seen like big studios do, but in the most like intimate ways. Like from your cinema, who said that cinemas have to be like, you know, 
you know, for like a hundred people. We'll ha- let's have a micro cinema, yeah. and then boom, that became yeah. a thing. And now this cafe. I don't know what. What would you say about that, uh, Terry? Kumbaga parang I mean, ang DNA niya na is innovation. Like, yeah. Well, cinema, uh, but innovation isn't the right word either. It's ano part of like indivation. I mean, I gotta uh, hand it to our founders, you know, yeah, to yeah. Sir Nando Ortigas yeah. and Sir Ed Rocha. I mean, yes. for even coming up with Cinema 76. I mean, they were the first, they were the first micro cinema um, to give that avenue for filmmakers, like even through the hardship of this pandemic, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to even think of a cafe and to open it in the middle of a pandemic, you know, I, I got to hand it to them. Actually, the really nice thing about this cafe is now it gives PBA a space to also, well, since we're switching offices, all of oh, our props. Okay. <laughs> now we have a venue to showcase yeah. the it was made. For those mm-hmm. films, and you can actually see it up close, and you see like how real it is. We plan to have like more costumes here, but of course, COVID, we're not ready for that yet because you know having too many people try on the costumes is just a little too risky at this point. This is so but, fun, but you know, <laughs> um, actually, we do have like a stage in the middle of the cafe, um, and we have two directors' chairs there. We kind of made it like a makeshift photo booth. So people like to take pictures in the director's chair in like the middle of the cafe. It's very, you know, it's very outdoor, pero indoor. <laughs> so like you know, benches. I remember the green, yes. my green carpet yata kayo nun. So wow, adiba. Yeah, right now we take thirty people. Wow, or less. Right That's a now. lot. It's a pretty big space. Yeah, it's a pretty big space. Um, we sanitize everything, especially that photo booth in the middle. We always spray alcohol on it before somebody else sits on there. Um, so, of course, safety protocols are in place. Um, you can't come in without a mask. Um, our staff, is all, they have their masks on all the time and their face shields. Like, I know, like, some theaters, they're, like, open for private rental. Like, okay, if it's if it's in the capacity, like, ano lang kayo, 10 people for a private screening. So... We we want to be 100% careful, especially when it comes to IATF guidelines. Because if, like, let's say, if we do do it, and the IATF all of a sudden comes in and says, oh, uh-huh. you made a mistake. Like, we don't want to risk yeah. um, closing yeah. down the business they, they came back no i drive yeah, right right as you're like true, yeah. you know climbing back yeah. up you know speaking to you who has seen uh the local industry uh, you know evolve over the past 10 years especially the indie side and also got an experience abroad what are your more personal predictions on like the future of movie going um in the philippines like how are people uh going to want to enjoy these movies as like this uh social experience to be honest, I'm very optimistic. I really think everyone is just kind of dying to go out now. Yeah, um, itching. <laughs> yeah, even me personally, um, I I actually want to see a film on the big screen. I think I, I kind of also got sick of... Oh, dude. I kind of... Oh, it's rude. It's rude. The night comes out the end of this month, by the way. All right. Anyway. You know? Like, it's yeah. it's kind of hard when you've been watching through your TV or your computer for, like, over a year. Even though we don't know when the cinemas will open, 
um, MMFF, MMDA, and FDCP. Um, they spearheaded, or are still spearheading, I think, a vaccination program for the film yeah, industry, especially, yeah, yeah. especially cinema My exhibitors. Friend, yeah. Yes. Um, so, Sana, this is uh, a step to reopening because, I, I mean, I think it's great that they're prioritizing the cinema exhibitors because then that means, yeah, it's, yeah. they're going to, hopefully, they open the cinemas real soon. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yun. It also brings yeah, a lot so, of camaraderie, you know, right, right Tristan? Yeah. Like, yes! Like, with all, we yeah. all suffered yeah. together, so... With art, spaces are important. It's like, you cannot yeah. remove space and, and the camaraderie that comes with it, with um within the art yeah. circle. Because, like, yung nga, like you, you flock to the same places. Like, yeah. even with Cinemalaya, I mean, I've talked to a lot of friends right yeah. now, and then, ang lagi na mention is, sa Cinemalaya, they can um what they miss is, like, um, pagtambay sa harap ng CCP yes. <laughs> and like oh waiting for the God. next film on one end kasi like di ba people would say um, what what would get people watching in theaters again so iniisip ko baka itong two years without the theaters would get people <laughs> watching <laughs> in, in, in theaters know, there's again there's a chance for that like a little boomerang graph I'm guessing people will miss it. I, I don't want to think na I'm thinking in an echo chamber here when I say na parang we miss the theater. So parang actually nakaka nakaka miss yung festivals. Yeah. Because that yeah. that's normally where the producers talk to each other. That's yeah. where you talk to the directors, the actors, like everybody. Just we all end up in the you same share the same space at the same time. Right. At the same yeah. time. Yeah. And you're not competing with anybody in terms of sales because it's a festival so you're literally like talking and that's normally where the brainstorming and the planning happens and the collaborations happen it's the festival that's true so, and since my bar is uh, cinema 76 alam na na parang it will be <laughs> there you gotta get that liquor license <laughs> yeah <laughs> So what's the bestseller right now the, mm. uh, with your, yeah, Tara, what... your menu? Um, right now, it's the salted caramel for the cold drinks. It's a latte? And for the... Mm, it's a... Yes, it's a latte. Sorry, oh. it's, it's a latte. Okay. Yeah. Um, I need, I need and... the coffee, that's why. <laughs> like it needs to have a caffeine oh, no, there, element for me. There's coffee in everything. I think okay. our only drink where you can have the option of not having coffee is the frap. That's okay. it. Um, but everything else has a shot in there. So our bestseller right now is the salted caramel. But our our specialty is really the popcorn frat. They don't have like um, thematic it's, names, right? It's not like a... Not know, yet. I'm drunk. Not I yet. Love but, um, but <laughs> since you suggested, since you suggested, <laughs> consultant, consultant, though. Yeah, this is, we're giving you so much wisdom here. Marketing yes. consultant. <laughs> Um, but we actually have a lot of plans for the menu. Bird shot and of espresso. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, we're, we're going to like play around with movie themes and characters. Since we've been yes. talking about moving forward, what are your predictions? So what's next for you and Cinema 76? Well, as we all know, Cinema 76, we're waiting for the government. But we ha- um, we're very hopeful that at least in some small capacity, um, we can open and hold events, or at least hold events. I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to rush the process of like yeah. opening Dude. the cinema, but at Dude. least. Dude. I mean, uh, at least begin. Right. I mean, you know, you're you a venue. It's somewhere. a venue. You can do other stuff in it. Yeah. Doesn't have to be. Yeah. Yeah. 
the cafe, um, of course, we want to, you know, expand the cafe um, and hopefully turn, uh, also have like some sort of night shift for us. Um, and in terms of projects, we're really just waiting for the government until we can, we can feel confident that we can shoot a film um, yeah. without getting sick, basically. Um, you know, so hopefully this vaccination process um, know, gets better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tristan, <laughs> wants to get, Tristan wants the insider yeah. information. We That's need the, in the to complete pipeline. the trilogy, guys. Yeah, because we, <laughs> we interviewed um, Gerald Tarog. Like, it was one of our early mm-hmm. episodes to Inside the Industry. So at that time, he was really talk, parang he was um, raving na, yun nga, I think Kezon is our next project. Na nun, he was already yeah. researching. Yeah. Because at the time, sabi niya, he was doing Darna. But while doing Darna, he's also writing the script for for Kezon, diba? We we were able to uh, really enjoy this like nostalgic uh, trip and kind of like uh, speak about our aspirations, especially in all these aspects of the film industry. Especially coming from yourself, who's been on so many uh, different sides of it. Um, for all of those watching out there, uh, do you have any last bits of advice uh, for anyone generally interested in uh, working in cinema somehow, whether it be in production or exhibition uh, like yourself? Honestly, like at this point, I hate to sound like a cliche, but just keep, I mean, if you're a writer, keep writing. If you oh. have a concept, just, you know, <laughs> yes. keep it going. <laughs> Yeah, just, just keep it going, really. <laughs> like, write it down or something because the moment this pandemic, you know, we get a handle on it, like, you can just run with it, really. Like, the sky's the limit at this point. Like, I really feel like this pandemic has kind of put everybody's priorities in place or, like, actually ignited something creative in them. So, I feel like if you're going to start anything... This is the time to reinvent or yeah. innovate. It's this is the perfect time. This is the perfect time. And I feel like that doesn't even have an age limit. I feel like not even, not just for Gen Zs. I think for people Everyone of all out ages, there watching like, and listening. We're talking about life and death with COVID. So I feel like you have nothing to lose. So you might as well just do what you want to do. Um, what you dream of doing or what the, the things that you planned before. So yeah, go, you know, just, just do it. Thanks so much, Daria, for, for all of that. Um, Thank we're moving you so on to much our for ending. having me. This is our uh, last segment before we let you go. We're going to wrap things up now, as we always do with our play of the week. Now, we talked a lot about work. It's time to talk about play. Any fun activities or recommendations for our viewers to unwind from the busyness of business? I don't know. I like reading my horoscope. Okay. Lalang. Because I guess at this point, like, I don't know what the future is about. <laughs> I don't know, like, you know, like, where is this pandemic going to go? Um, so I just like to read my horoscope. Where would you read it on? Like, uh, as someone who, like, doesn't know anything about this, like, don't other different you should things download... tell you different, different places tell you different things? Is it Naida Seva? Is it Naida Seva? Co-star. 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 Yeah. It's a really good one. Or the pattern. The pattern that actually Channing Tatum uses the pattern. Actually, that's how I got into the pattern. Wait, Channing Tatum, Channing Tatum got you onto the pattern. <laughs> yeah. So, so what's, what's Channing's, what's Channing's um, sun sign? I, uh, 
<laughs> I, mean, I don't know, but he was. I I just saw a video of him freaking out on Instagram because he's like, "What is up with you, the pattern? How do you know about my life?" Like he was going to. Like, oh, oh my God! I've seen those videos. It's so funny. Oh, like I'm so yeah. about it. So, yeah. So I, I I downloaded it, and it actually resonates. Yeah, no, that seems especially now. Now that's now that we're locked down. Exactly what you said. Like we don't know what's going on. You know. So that that's like a that's like a. Thanks. Okay, I'll take my chances. Of the week. <laughs> Ako, I know you keep um you say you keep saying uh, I already mentioned this like when I say a play of the week, but I I actually shifted to not anime but reading the manga this okay, time yeah. around. So I read Jujutsu Kaisen's oh. manga. I finally got my hands on a copy. So I so I tell our I've, audience what, what what it's about. Already passed the. So basically, Jujutsu Kaisen. It's about um. It's basically the way I see it. Para siyang, they try to take a random fact about the world and then build a built lore about it. So that that fact is like in Japan, yata there's like ten thousand or um ten thousand deaths every year that are unexplained. So what they did was they explained it by saying, okay, these ten thousand deaths they're caused by um. Curses, so curse spirits. So example, basically again, sorry, I'm gonna go into Japanese territory. Curse spirits, though, are those mga um if you have like negative emotions, they turn into spirits, and then this cause harm. So basically, Jujutsu Kaisen, it's about um exorcists, sorcerers who exercise oh. these spirits. It's, it's a very but with like fighting. With fighting, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, with fighting, it's yeah. really fun. Fighting, so they have it's on Netflix. Skills, yeah. I had to know what happens after the the first season, so hindi pa animated kasi yung second season. So I had to get my hands on the manga. Nice. So well, I'm going thematic with this to to cap things off. Um, so it is the penultimate. Week sadly of the uh, this year's uh, Cinemalaya Ricky Lee script writing workshop, which I've had the pleasure of Ooh. being a part of. Yeah, yeah. So, um, a, a big a big part of that, other than you know my batch and Sir Ricky himself, is really just this gift in general that anyone can avail of. It's his most famous script writing manual. Excuse me, Tripto Kiapo, very much based on his his framework of the many different kinds of writers out there, creative writers, uh, expressed with uh, Sir Ricky's parable, uh, which is a trip to Kiapo. So yeah, it's it's a very educational uh, screenwriting book. As someone who's been writing scripts for almost 10 years now, huh? like um, and read some of these books, it really takes me back to grade school. Look at this. It's like really a textbook. You see that? And then you, 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 draw, you write with in pictures. it. With pictures. No, that was my mga exercises. And then you you actually like are encouraged to write on it. Stretching, ba? Ano exercise yeah. gonna stretching. <laughs> yeah, but no, but you you know you just make a mess out of it, and and I love that. Even as someone who who loves, I'm not the book lover that like I have to keep my books in pristine condition. I'm the kind of book lover who's like, if I don't make my mark in it, have I act, have I really read it? Right. So yeah. so for for my piece of advice, I guess for anyone like what Tara said, um, aside from. Uh, keep writing what you're writing like keep reading as well and um if you haven't read this yet this is gonna this is invaluable right here so yeah i think so you can probably, order this on lazada and such does he get to kiapo 
does Ricky get to kill up? Let me tell you something. It's so funny. Him. When you talk to when you talk to Sir Ricky, he'll he'll tell you he'll tell you stuff like was Kiapo ever really there? You know, like that kind of stuff. You know, super, oh, it's the friends he makes. Yeah, it's like Kiapo is not physically in Kiapo. It's about it, the jury. It is wherever you are. That's <laughs> where Kiapo is. Anyway, shout out to Sir Ricky. Shout out to all my batchmates. I love you guys. We're gonna we're gonna wrap this all up, Tere. Last plugs. How can people keep up with Cinema76? Um, you can follow us on our social media accounts. So um, you can follow us at Cinema76 or Cinema76 Cafe um, for updates. We also have our Facebook page for that. And we are open. So we will be open from Mondays to Saturdays from 1 to 7. It's on the second floor of the Anonas LRT City Center um, here on Aurora Boulevard. Nice. We'll be sure to check it yeah. out sometime. Um, for all of you yes. out there who want to follow uh, the show or follow your hosts, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Pawi Fiction, P-A-W-I Fiction. I am at Tristan Zinampan. Thanks so much, Tara, for joining us. Ah, no? Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you for having me. And thank you, everyone out there, for thank watching you. and listening. If you haven't already, please follow Rappler on all platforms. You can catch us on Kumu by following Rappler.com. And you can follow The Hustle Inside the Industries podcast on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. We bring you a new episode every Monday so you can start your week with a little motivation. <laughs>